I got the perfect. Uh, I got the perfect tagline for you. Are you ready? I know that we talked ready? about one, but I've got one. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, welcome to Actually TriCast, where we uh, actually talk about games and you try to enjoy it. Ah. Or you try to listen. Very nice. I, I I thought of it in my head, and then I looked down at my script, and it was old. <laughs> and I was like, "That's <laughs> not what I was going to say." So, actually, welcome That's to Actually awesome. TriCast, where we actually talk about games and you try to listen. Yeah. Uh, I'm can nice. And you're, you're. Are we starting? Sure. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I thought you were j- just demonstrating. Do you want me to try? Do you want me to start again? I'll start again. Start it. Do okay. it. Here we go. I'm keeping all of it, Damn. but I'll start again. Of course. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to Actually Tricast, where we actually talk about games and you try to listen. I'm Cam. And I'm Rogan. And we're a couple of white guys. You're talking about games, and uh, you ain't you ain't got enough of those. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, wearing a hat today, though. You are. Nice uh, one. And, yeah. I just went to the gym though, so I I it was either like have my ratty, sweaty, gross hair, or yeah. like just toss a hat on and cover it up, and that's usually that's usually the play. I was gonna actually ask you what the correlation was between you going to the gym and you also wearing a hat, like it's a conditional outfit, right? Like yeah, you know, well, I went to the gym. I gotta can't can't not duh put, duh put my beanie on. Come on, guys. Yeah. Um, so Rogan, I asked you a question a couple weeks ago, and I don't even actually know if you've been able to answer it or not. But my question to you, and I feel like it's a good start for what a podcast can be about games, is what were like the five? We said I said five. It became very hard once I said five. But what are your yeah. five formative games? Five games that informed your childhood and the person that you are now, the enjoyer of games that you are now. What are the games that you go? Yeah. Wow, those are the ones. So, uh, yeah, so I I took this obviously immediately became very hard because I don't know you and I both place like a lot of games. Um, I don't always finish the games that I play, but mm-hmm. even when I was younger, and this is the thing, when I was younger, I was thinking back, I never finished games when I was younger. Like I would just no? play the same level over and over and over in, in some of the games that like there were. Uh, Toy Story, Toy Story Two, the game. Yeah, I knew you were going to bring that. that one. Was, I actually don't know if that's part of them, but if I were to, it's make actually, one. it's actually not part of my list. Okay. But it was like one of my very first console games, and that that game was so hard for me. I don't know if it would be hard for me now, but yeah. I remember back then I would get to like the Zerg level. Yep, Evil Emperor Zerg. Yep. And it's like I'm not I'm not getting past this. There's no way, and I don't think anybody has ever gotten past this level. So I would just play all the levels before that, mm-hmm. and then get there, and then just like restart. Yeah. So I have never even seen the end of that game. I don't think. I was wondering how long it was going to take before you brought up Toy Story Two, and immediately <laughs> I had to. First it game, had to be right away. First game dropped. Toy Story Two, <laughs> Adventure of what was it? Adventure of Buzz Lightyear. Did it have a subtitle? What was it? Uh, yeah, Buzz it did. Lightyear it was. Slightly to the rescue. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one where Buzz saves Woody from uh, Al. Yeah. And, Great. And Great it, one. it was kind of like a game that like felt futuristic because what you wanted to do was explore in all of Andy's house. Everyone was curious after watching Toy Story one and two. How is this house laid out? Yeah. <laughs> we got. Let me go explore. Yeah, I want to go in the garage. Yeah. I want I want to go check all this stuff out. And that was actually the that was the very first level. It was it was Andy's house. Mm-hmm. You could explore his room, but you can also like go downstairs and yep. I think his dog was there or whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't know. 
I digress. Great game. It's not actually on my list, but that's there you go. that's so funny. The first game you mm-hmm. mentioned is not on the list. So I, I had to. I feel like the the way that I did my list, and you could have done yours any which way. Um, and I'm I'm not going first, by the way. Unless I don't know how you want to do it. We could do like one and one and two and two and three and three, or we could just go boom 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 yeah. boom boom. I kind of want to do like a full on interview. I want to hear all five of yours. But if you don't yeah, want to yeah, yeah. do that or you want to go back and forth, we can. But I kind of want to. Maybe just, we like, should go back and forth because I I want to I, I want to talk a bit and then I want to listen to yours because okay. I'm gonna <laughs> okay. we're gonna have things to say about each other. So we, maybe we should go back and forth. Okay. So here's how I laid mine out, and then you can tell me if you also did. I did mine like chronologically like the early the earliest game first and then i went to you did me that? too okay yeah and i'm gonna be honest right now i still have six on my list so <laughs> i'm gonna have to cut we'll one take six as we go but i've got some time i think i know what my first three are okay so when we get to four it's gonna be tough for me i i pretty much approached it the exact same way but my my like the last one on my list is a pretty recent game too like yeah well, i don't know recent? i just took how this recent? as like 2018 i think do you say 2018 yeah wow okay and that's a you know what that's that's actually quite quite bold that's quite bold i took it i took it as like what are what are the games that like have shaped your gaming preferences and who you are and i feel like that's always growing for me so Mm -hmm. i thought Mm. you know what tossing it in that's cool. See, I, I struggled yeah. with that. I'm like, how how far back is 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 informing of childhood? But I think maybe childhood put me in a box. So, my my last one, the the the, or I guess I should say the most recent game on my formative list is 2007, and that probably gives away what the game could be. 2007 was a great year, though. So we'll, we'll go I was to just it. gonna say, there's a couple actually that come to mind. So I'm intrigued. Yeah, I think I know what it is, but I'm I'm intrigued. I'm ready for you to guess um, it. But well, let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Let's go way back. Let's go. Let's go. And I, I do. I do want to say uh, before we get into it. Yeah. Um, games for me. It, it, my gaming history is a little bit weird because I didn't I, like. I didn't have an N sixty four when I was younger. I didn't get any of those Nintendo games. I didn't play Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, uh, Super Mario sixty four. I didn't play those games until like way later on, and I still haven't even beat those games. Like those games aren't on my list. Yeah, and how old uh, are you now? Eighteen, nineteen. 20? I'm twelve. Oh, oh gosh. I am twelve. Twelve right. years old. Okay, I knew it. Um, I knew that. So was coming in a little bit thin. I know. I know exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, and so yeah, those types of games weren't on my list. Um, and. I think I didn't I didn't start becoming like a really, really big gamer until like I don't know, mid two thousands. I played a lot of like mm-hmm. games before that, but I didn't I didn't become a really, really big gamer until then. So I think maybe that's also one reason why I have some later games on on here. I mean, that sounds cool to me. I, I, I love this question, not to toot my own horn. I said horn. <laughs> not to toot my own horn. Where's your form? Whatever the form sounds like, um, <laughs> but I I love the question because I like I even asked my brother what it what his formative games were because he's he's four years senior my senior and yeah like his his games might be similar but I know Perfect Dark is on his list it's not on mine but like I love even just even the same upbringing or just a different person entirely like everyone's formative five can be defined in any which way yeah and that's what makes it such a fun question to just like analyze and think about. 
It is cool. And also, you know what? You might have six on your list. It's our podcast. I We, we do what we want here. But that brings me so much anxiety. <laughs> this is this is our domain. <laughs> I, I want to adhere to my own rule. I, I'm going to try my best. But don't hurt me if I don't. Yeah. I won't. I promise. Hmm. Um, okay. your, your first game. Tell me the year. And then if you want to, tell me the name of the game and then talk about the game because it's a game podcast. Okay. So here, I'll tell you the year. Okay. Oh, I'm going to guess. You want to guess? I want to guess. 96. 1996. That's, well, that's Toy Story 1 territory. It's a year after Toy Story 1. I think Toy Story 1 was 95. Was it 95? So is it a, okay, is it a Disney interactive title? No. No, okay. 96. 96. Uh, Can you tell me the, I I feel like a spelling bee right now. Can you use it in a sentence? No. Uh, Can you um, tell me which which console or, or... Uh, Game Boy. Oh, Game Boy. Color. Game Boy Color. Well, then it's Pokemon, right? Pokemon. Yeah, nice. Pokemon Blue. I got blue uh, back in the day. But that was like, I was thinking back. I always say that the Toy Story game, Toy Story 2, was my first ever game. Mm -hmm. It was actually, that was my first ever console game. I Mm -hmm. got a PlayStation 1 for Christmas 97 or something like that. Or maybe maybe a little bit later, but uh, I got that game with it. But I always forget that the handheld handheld gaming is gaming, you know. It and is. So and yeah, I, I didn't really think too much about handheld titles. Um, yeah, and I'm not sure why that is, but maybe there could be someone's list out there who's all handheld titles. Yeah, there's probably for sure. like in in ten years or so, there's going to be kids that are like three mobile games on my list. You yeah, know? that'll be wild. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so, so Pokemon Blue. So I'll set the scene. My dad picks me up after work. Rogan, we're going to Toys R Us. I'm like, <laughs> oh yes, father, let's do it. Yes, father. we Very we go to father. Toys R Us. I I don't even remember why we were going to Toys R Us. I don't even think I knew that we were going to get me a Game Boy Color and Pokemon. Yeah, which but that's what we were doing. We got the teal one. You remember the teal? Oh yeah, like Game the Boy Color see through one. No, not not the see through. Oh, it was just like an see-through. opaque teal Game Boy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then I got Pokemon Blue, um, and I think I was about, I th- um, maybe like five or six at the time. It was a little wow. bit later, mm-hmm. or or maybe maybe even a little bit younger, like four or five, something like that. And so I, I didn't really, like, know what the hell I was doing yeah. in Pokemon Blue. Like, I was still I was still super young, so I didn't really get those RPG mechanics, even though they're, now you look back and they're, like, super basic yeah. already. <laughs> um, and I didn't know, like, type advantages and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It took me forever to actually figure out that I had to go into the grass in order to get Professor Oak to come get me and... Yep. You know, that's what started your journey. Yep. I picked, I remember I picked mm, Squirtle as my first one, mm-hmm. but now that is not who I would pick. I would pick actually Bulbasaur. I always go for the grass starter. Why is now. that? Because I, I don't know. I ever would. I think, I think part of it has to do with 
everybody goes for the fire guy or the water guy. And I was like, I want to give some love to the grass guy. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and I think that's literally the only reason why. Um, you know, because everybody wants Charizard. And Blastoise, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. launchers coming out of his back? Like, I kind of liked Wartortle. I liked him quite a bit. He's got the ears, you yeah, know. Kinda but, did. yeah, I always went with uh, Bulbasaur. But a- anyway, like, the game was such a big part of my childhood. Like, whenever my parents would tell me to, like, go get out of the house, go outside, I would bring my Game Boy with me, I would sit on my skateboard, and I would just play on the driveway like I was inside anyway. Um <laughs> I had a couple buddies that lived on my street and we all had Game Boys and we would all cool. like trade Pokemon and stuff. And that awesome. was like revolutionary back That's in the day, experience. right? Like, yeah, you had the cord that went into, you had a Game Boy, right? Uh, my brother had the Game Boy. He had the Game Boy, oh, yeah. um, uh, Game Boy Pocket was his, the first handheld we mm. had in our home. And he okay. got Pokemon uh, Blue and then later Pokemon Yellow. And I remember I wiped the yellow file by accident. Oh, wow. But I was too young to understand, so he was really pissed. That's um, betrayal. Yeah, but I like I little brothered my way into Pokemon, so. Right, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, th- they had the little cables that you would plug into yours, and uh, you'd plug the other end into yep. somebody else's, and you could trade Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And there were all, some Pokemon that, I think, still in the Pokemon games, there are some that you can only get in di- the different versions. Mm-hmm. So, like... That was the way you built out the old Pokedex. Anyway, everybody knows how Pokemon works. It's th- that game was it was just such a big part of my life for that that whole sort of I don't know couple years that the the Game Boy Color was such a big thing and yeah, I just I just love that game so much and I actually like Pokemon gold and silver like that era a little bit more than this one but yeah, yeah. i felt like this one is a little bit more iconic this one kind of like brought me into what games could be mm-hmm. um at like so young so that's yeah, a great answer yeah, there's tons of tons of situations in determining these lists where it's like did i like this game because uh, for a personal reason or did i like or did am i putting this on the list because it's got to be on it like right treating your list as like a best of all time sort of thing Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's the way to go with these lists. Like, I love the 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 reason of how it can expand your idea of what games yeah. can be. Like, that is that is great answer. It's a great answer. Totally. And and honestly, yeah, it's this this list. When I was thinking about it, I think at the at the start, I was thinking about it in terms of like, oh, what are your five favorite games? And it's yeah. not that. No, at all. It's Mm -mm. the like my favorite games aren't necessarily the ones that like shaped what my gaming preferences are now. Yeah. So. Yep. Agreed. Anyway. There. There you go. First one down. Yeah, man. Nice. Great answers. I think in. Yeah. I think you helped me determine which one to cut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I just I actually feel great now. I feel great. I'm glad. Oh. It's out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Game game one. Yeah. You want to uh, tell me the year? And yes, I'll try I'll tell and... you the year. You ready? You know what's funny about yours? Yours was, came out in 1996, but you probably didn't play it until 98? 90... Something like that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. A couple years later. Yeah. Yeah. Which means actually when I got my PlayStation console, it must have been after that too. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's I'll set I'll set a scene. Um, 
my when I was oh yeah sorry the game is uh, 1987 and I'll let you try and figure it out 87 yeah that must what is that is that NES era NES era wow now in a similar similar way to you I didn't play uh, a lot of consoles um, until later I was actually almost two generations behind when I started playing games properly and, and making memories with them so like in this case, uh, my brother did a lot of like garage sailing uh, when I was like five, six years old. I had played the NES at my uncle's place. He had the Super Mario and Duck Hunt, so I had exposure to those Ooh. games. And like my my dad's side of the family, he's got he's got four brothers and two sisters, and they've all been into like Atari and Intellivision, and like they kind of grew up with those games. So Hell my yeah. first exposure was like going to their places and and like checking out like ms dos and like not really understanding what i'm seeing um and then they had a yeah tv downstairs big like this uh, horrid white entertainment center with just like vhs's all around and and then yes this nes console so i would play and my little cousins would like would like flank me on either side and so that was my first memory of games but i would say super mario was not my favorite game uh or i should say not not the formative game that i'm mentioning but uh okay my brother uh, went garage sailing, and he struck gold, and he came back with, in, in one weekend, he came back with two NES consoles. One was broken and one worked. So what we did is we took Ew. components from the broken one to make the working one a little bit better. Um, Whoa. And Are you comes, serious? Yeah, he comes down the street on his bike, um, and he's got, uh, he's got like this just like a plastic bag full of games and there's this guy behind him with like a radio flyer with like a bunch like all the console stuff in it what yeah you just frankensteined a souped up nes yeah well it's a just an upped one i would right right that would be oh it's not souped right right so so we have this console we've got some like weird ass games we've got a game called bump and jump we got super sprints we got we got mario we got those games uh, but I'm like, I want a game. I want to buy a game. I want to go and buy a game, which meant dad buy me a game. So we go to uh, Shoppers Drug Mart, and we knew that there were some like secondhand titles there. And so we dig through this this uh, bin, and I notice one, and it's like gold color, and it was like two bucks. Oh. And uh, I actually have it with me right here. You do? Yeah, I got it. I got it with me right here. Do you know what game I'm talking about? Is it? I I'm trying to figure out which is the gold one, but is it um, the Legend of Zelda two? You got it, my is friends. It the, Zelda two. The sides. Zelda two. Very Zelda nice. Adventure of Link. That's oh my god! It's not even a matte gold. It's like a. It's, it's a actually horrible, shiny. Yeah, it's kind of a horrible color. If, but at the time I was <laughs> like, this is the game that I was like, I need this game. It's got a sword Whoa. on it, and it's gold. And Dude, so, that looks rare. I don't think it is. No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> but it does look like it, it does look like uh, like something real valuable. Yeah, it might as well be gold to me then and now because yeah. it's cool to still have this exact mm-hmm. copy. Um, yeah. So Zelda Two, first game I ever bought and owned, um, and it's oft considered to be one of the worst, if not the worst, Zelda game. Uh, right in the series but for that reason it's got it's got a sentimental value to me i actually really enjoy it it's very challenging it's it, you could call it a souls like before it was a, before souls games were around 
Oh it, yeah. It was it's basically a roguelite where if you have three lives and if you expend your lives and you don't get any items, um, none of your progress is kept. But if you were to like say make it through um, like the first temple, for example, and you get the item, yeah. but you don't beat the boss and you die, you still have your item, but you got to go all the way back, got to fight the boss. Wow, that's so cool, actually. Yeah, it's a, it was a really neat game. I think a lot of people wrote it off as it being kind of like lame or I don't know. It has great soundtrack. It's got a really cool open open world, overworld mechanic um, for like exploration. And then when you get into a conflict, it switches to side scroller. I haven't seen any games do that. Um, so. Oh, so there is a sort of top down element to it. But when you go yeah. into the level, it becomes 2D, kind of like Mario. Yeah. Like if you step yeah. off the trail, um, enemies spawn immediately around you and they'll start moving around and you can tr- try to hoof it past them. Right. Because they move at your speed, but they move erratically. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a really neat game. And I, it employ it heavily employs this like weird, I don't know, programming mechanic where like there's, there's enemies and they move to your movement. And I think there's a Mario game that does that too. Uh, actually, the Hammer Bros from Super Mario use the same mechanic. Oh, cool. It always feels like they're moving weirdly and oddly against you. It's taking yeah. your control inputs and it's, mimicking you to some degree to make ah. the, them more harder to, to judge their movements so when you're in right. sword fights you're like f- sort of fighting a mirror version of yourself so oh, the combat cool. was hard as fuck and it was really awesome love zelda 2 to this day and i did end up beating it uh on the wii u when it was on the wii u virtual console i finally beat it because it allows you to do state saves and so i would just like retry sections genuinely challenging right. game super fun formative title number one for cam because they really changed up the formula from the the very first zelda game right because that was just purely top down if i'm not mistaken and then and then the games that came after this one i think there was is a link to the past the next one Um, in the series i guess Uh, it would have been actually Link's awakening on game boy right okay but those are both those both went back to just purely top down right they they didn't go back to like a side scrolling type yeah link to the past was the next console major release right yeah Yeah. right cool that's awesome that that's a good pull because yeah you don't hear a lot of people saying zelda 2 is sort of like the one for them but i guess it's it was the first one that you had played so yeah that's that's awesome yeah and i played it around the time you know when the n64 was out so like to know the name Zelda and be like, oh, there's a game called Ocarina of Time. That must be the next Zelda. And it being a masterpiece. Right. Like, that that was cool. That was cool. It yeah. made me feel like a, a, another sense of like, like I belong to this game. Like this is a game for me. This is the series yeah. for me. Anyway. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a modern Zelda fan. I think I start, I really started playing the Zelda games, I think with Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. And then I, I have since gone back and, and played some of the games, Link's Awakening. A Link to the Past is one that I want to get to. I've never gotten to it mm-hmm. before, but Ocarina of Time. Majora's Mask, I think, is actually coming to uh, Switch, the the sort of mm-hmm. Switch Online thing I think it's pretty out. soon. I think so it's I'd like already. to... It's out? Yeah. yeah, I'd love to check that out. But yeah, I never went back and played those uh, those older ones. You've never played Majora's Mask? No, I, I I watched my uh, buddy play it, uh, but not not enough to like get a good sense of sort of how everything works. I I know the time 
have, plays a part in it. But yeah, I yeah. want to check that one out. Oh man, it's it, it's probably my favorite Zelda of all the Zeldas. Majora's Mask is. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, not in the formative nice. list though. Anyway, let's continue on. Number two, cool. Rogan. What's the year? My year is two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. Oh man, I think I already know. I think you already know it. You want to? You want to venture? Is it Halo Combat Evolved? Combat Evolved, <laughs> baby. Nice. Combat Evolved. Um, yeah, this this was a huge one for me. So I told you I. I had at this point I had my PlayStation 1 and I was playing the hell out of it. I think at this point it was like 2003 Actually 2004. I think I got it No, 2003 because I got it 2 years after uh, Halo actually right. released. So before Halo 2 though. Before Halo 2. Yeah. Um and so I got this one actually kind of the same way I got Toy Story I just like had it bundled with my the Xbox that my dad got me Mm -hmm. Um, and this was the first M for Mature game I had ever played and tried this is the first like first person shooter I had ever tried Mm -hmm. Um, and your dad was a big big enabler for video games hey oh this guy my dad loves like new tech he doesn't understand how to use it at all (laughs) <laughs> but he he loves having like the new stuff. Like even now he's just like, "Oh, like check out this new Apple whatever." And so like he just has <laughs> it in his works. office. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he's like, "Yeah, teach me." Um but uh yeah, it, it was that way all the time. So he really like he he was like, "Oh, we got to get you this new thing that I saw it. It was Future Shop at the time. Oh, yeah. You remember Future yeah, Shop? Of course I do. Yep. I is that just a Canadian thing? because uh, they were owned by the same people that did best buy yeah it was because so, they were like right next to each other it didn't make any sense at all yeah yeah exactly same products um yeah. so i so we went to future shop we got the thing first and for mature game and so i i love the campaign in this this is kind of like the first narrative experience that i you know pokemon has the story like you just beat the gyms and then you go to the elite four like there's not really a story there you're just doing it Mm -hmm. and this this is the first game where like i you're deep in the narrative there's voice acting you kind of like get to know characters and um yeah this is like the first kind of story-based game that i played but actually the the reason that this game is on my list is actually for the couch multiplayer. Mm. Um, my brother and our two other friends that lived on our street, like we honest to God played the absolute shit out of this game, like <laughs> hours and oh, yeah. hours and hours every single day. Yep. Blood Gulch CTF, get the hell Non-stop. in the warthog and let's go. Non-stop. Like stop. Yep. And dude, it never got old. It never got old. Nope. It was just like the way that it all worked. It, the gun for the weapon variety in this game felt so Unmatched. fresh to me. Yeah. So like there, it, it was just the the whole experience of it was amazing, especially the multiplayer. Like, and this game has some of the best multiplayer maps of all time. Like Blood Gulch is amazing. Beaver Creek is like iconic. Hang 'em mm-hmm. High mm-hmm. is so good. Like. Sidewinder. So many just yeah. Sidewinder, just such well-designed maps. Like, how did they get, um, and it makes you wonder, like, how did they get it right? 
so quickly. Is it nostalgic creeping in? Is it just they actually did a great job first try? That's- I have no idea. I think about that all the time because it's it's like this this lineup of maps for this game will never be matched in my opinion maybe by another halo game only (laughs) you know like i feel like these guys got it right so with so many of the maps and the level design was just like Mm. just fit so well for competitive i i say competitive but you know it's just we're in our basement and we're we're fucking around a little bit but it's like it it was just it was just built so well for good moments, good gaming moments and like mm-hmm. just like badass like sticks from across the map. And, you know, like, yeah, it's just this game brought so much joy to me when I was younger because of the moments that I had with my friends, whether that we're just like playing free for all or we're playing 2v2 uh, like you know when you're playing on the same console it's just four people like you can't have any more than that right um which now you think back and you're like how did you have any fun with just like two <laughs> other of the same people bots, but baby it, bots <laughs> yeah and it, it was just yeah it, it, it was just so many great times and i think back to my childhood and there's there are so many moments where you know you're outside you're biking around you're doing your thing um but this this is where sort of gaming really not necessarily like took over my life but i knew that gaming was going to be a big part of my life mm-hmm. um and and it was just because of this and now like i love multiplayer games you and i play multiplayer games all the time and if mm-hmm. it wasn't for this game like I don't know I don't know what I would like honestly like yeah. this game really more than Pokemon Pokemon you know I I loved because it was like one of the very first games but this game was something that like literally laid the groundwork for everything everything mm-hmm. that has come so mm-hmm. yeah well, awesome game you played it right like oh yeah nonstop. I was actually I was quite a late bloomer to it I didn't have a very good computer um so when my brother was like busy playing like really cool games and like he was hardcore into world of warcraft another game that i'm sure would be on his formative five um because it took over like half a decade of his oh life. yeah but um he was playing like really intense games on this really nice computer i had his hand-me-downs only game i could really play was like diablo 2 and uh and halo ce what meanwhile halo 3 is out so i i, I kind of transferred over to like console gaming but when i was on my pc i was in like in 2007, I was in a, a PC clan when it's long considered a dead game, but I still yeah. found friends in Halo CE, you know, awesome. years and years later. And yeah, so like it should be in my formative list. It should be, but it's not, but I'm glad it's in yours. It's iconic. I, I And I didn't even talk about much about the campaign, but also like... Right. The flood was such a cool element that I think the Maw, which is the last level, is one of my favorite levels of any game ever Mm -hmm. because it was just like so epic and it just that warthog portion of it is just like it's just so intense and so cool and you know the pelican is shot down and you're like i was just gonna be rescued like where do i go and like (laughs) cortana's freaking out master chief is the biggest badass of all time anyway i i can go on for forever with this game but so many elements worked for it and so many elements worked for me so it was just uh, 
just an amazing game. I, I personally love how every single of the main line Halos ended with a big Warthog chase to the end. So cool. Exactly what we wanted, and they did it every yeah. time. And and it it helps that the Warthog was just super fucking fun to drive. Like, oh, yeah. The it Halo just controls hog. so well. Yeah, the Halo Warthog is like something different. It doesn't, no other vehicle in a game drives like it. Yeah. And it's, and it's so much fun. How freaking like topsy-turvy it is and how it can like roll around and Chief just literally yeah. flips it with his finger <laughs> and it, it's awesome. Oh. I love, I love it. Yeah. Oh man, we used to glitch around all the time where we would park the, we would park the tank on that beach level, the big round beach level. In multiplayer, uh, in the campaign? Uh, no, in multiplayer. The beach level. It's like beach. It's completely. It goes around. There's beach all the way around. But oh. we would park the tank in the water, and then we would get inside the hog. And if you hit the hog at the right corner of the tank, it would flip you up, and you would do like flips off of the thing. I've got I've got videos on YouTube if you want. To oh my god. <laughs> see. Okay, I gotta see uh, those. But there, yeah, I'll show you later. Um, nice. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's a great pick. So that that game is what turned you on to games are going to be major. State yeah. Yeah. Life. Pretty much. Like it, it, I think it it became that because I played it so much. Like there were so many, not even rainy days. Like sunny, gorgeous days outside where I was like, "Fuck the sun." I'm sitting inside in the dark and ripping through halo yeah six times mm-hmm. i don't even care and yeah it's it's just like such a big part of my life and it was a game that you remember when you played games over and over and over again like now mm-hmm. you just finish a game you get a new one you probably have a new one in your library that's just been sitting there already but yep. when i was younger like you you just you buy a game and you you play that game forever. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, is, it is the game that you got, and it's yep, it's the yeah. one. It's it's gonna stay in the tray, and I'm gonna play it every time I boot yeah. it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, this, my next game is actually exactly one of those. Oh. Um. So, uh, okay, this is the first game that I actually like, really anticipated, like read about, and was excited for and asked my mom about getting for me and it's 1995 95 yeah so 1995 um i i would be astounded if you got this one um i'll even give you more it's a disney interactive title um and among all those other disney interactive titles like we played aladdin on genesis it was incredible we i played hercules on pc it was also really great the level Levels in all of those Disney Interactive games are just so detailed and so interesting. Every level's different. Like the, the 2D ones? ones? Yeah, so many. All of them yeah. were side-scrollers, if I'm thinking about it, right? Like, yeah, Hercules yeah. was. And Hercules had, like, a vertical element to it. Like, when you're in Greece, that level was enormous. Yeah. Um, so Halo, or not Halo, sorry, Hercules. <laughs> Hercules, which Halo. is sort of like a Greek Halo, if we're thinking about it. But Yeah. <laughs> so Hercules... Um, yeah, uh, Aladdin was really great on Genesis. Throwing the, you'd throw an apple at the at the guards, and they would slice them, and it would go in half. And I was like, "That's insane! <laughs> That's wonderful!" Yeah, <laughs> what a, what a beautiful moment. <laughs> um, and they were hard. They were difficult, and like Toy Story was difficult. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I remember beating Toy Story um, on my birthday. I remember sitting on my dad's lap and it was my, I think, like seventh birthday. And I beat yeah. the last level of Toy Story. And I was like, that's insane. But it's not, none of those games are on the list. If you get this one, it's not, I, I would, I would be um, astounded. I, I think I might know what it is. Really? Is it the Lion King game? No, it's not. No, it's oh. not. That's a good guess, though. It's the one I didn't is mention. It, is it based off like one of the movies that came out like in the 90s? No. No? No. Oh, but it's no. based off a very popular Disney character. Oh, very popular Disney character. Yeah. yeah. Is it like the goofy movie, the game? <laughs> no, but like you're sort of on the right track. But it's it's a hmm. it's a fictional universe created around a beloved uh sort of Disney Disney character that never carried on ever again. Uh, and like, so like what a is it often done and like a really Mickey Mouse game or something? Sort of. It, Donald I mean, Duck. Just, I just yeah, I, you're on Ducktales. Yeah. The Ducktales no, game. Ducktales. <laughs> oh, okay. You can go. You can go. Okay, it's Maui Mallard in Cold Shadow. Donald wow. Duck. Donald Duck is Maui Mallard in Cold Shadow. That's the name of the game. Honestly, if you gave me five million guesses, I. Not one of the guesses would be that. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even. I don't even know if those are words. I don't are those remember. words? Yeah, I, it, they are. And I don't even know <laughs> how I found this game. I did a lot of like, I'm sure you did too, but like you go down, like you're in the, the electronic section. You just see, you're judging it by the cover because that's all you can do. You're a kid. You're like, that <laughs> cover looks great. And um, yeah, Maui Mallard in Cold Chat. I'm sure you're Googling it right now. But like, it's a... It's a side-scroller uh, adventure game where you are a character named Maui. You're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. You're on this. You're on this Hawaiian. It's not. It's not Hawaiian though. It's called like. What's it called? Can you tell me what island they're on? Is it like Maui Mallard? Yeah, I think I know what it's called, but I. I... Anyway, you're Donald Duck, but you're not Donald Duck. You're a character that Donald Duck plays in the game. So it's already got this weird sort of metaphysical element to it. And you're, you're the first level, every level has a boss at the end. Almost reminds me a little bit of Pitfall, I think, in the gameplay. Um, okay. But basically, you're going around all these different levels. They're all very different from one another. They don't really have any rhyme or reason, but they're fun as hell. And you're going around as this guy in a Hawaiian shirt with a gun that shoots bugs, insects, guts at enemies to kill them. And you're picking up these little yin-yang tokens. And when you collect enough yin-yang tokens, you press Z, if I remember right, and you turn into a, a ninja with a bow staff. And you have all these crazy new moves. And you can, like, latch your bow staff to, like, things on the wall and swing. There's swinging elements. And you're... you're and then you and you do, like, double damage as the ninja. And, yeah, and it's it's really hard. And it was super fun. And I actually never beat it. And I loved it, it so much. sounds like such a badass experience it was so good especially as a kid yeah and yeah that was like the i don't know it was like the the played a lot of side scrollers i feel like disney interactive only made side scrollers then but they were all super high quality and that one is the one that stands out to me as like that's the pinnacle disney interactive game and i you know years later i'm like oh at the end of the game because i skipped to the end you can actually skip levels pretty easily it says maui mallard will return Whoa, did he? No. 
That's absolute bullshit. I, <laughs> I cannot believe it. Yeah. That's yeah. like the end of like Avengers or mm-hmm. like the end of Thor when it says like Thor will return in the Avengers and then the Avengers just doesn't happen. Right. It was really fucking weird. That was a weird game, but I, I loved it. I loved it so much. Wow. That's it. So that's is that one of those games you said you never beat it? That's right. one of those games where you just like you played it the same couple levels and oh i played pretty much the last level it gets hard the last two levels are really hard there's like a zombie level where you're on like a like a ghost ship and it's right. an auto scroller and it's really hard Whoa. couldn't beat that one and then i also i skipped to the last level that one's also super hard wow yeah you think you could beat it now i don't know i would love to try we should try we should try yeah because anyway, we we were playing on that Raspberry Pi at your place yeah, that one time. That's Do you right. think this would be on there? Maybe like a Super Nintendo version of it. I'm pretty sure it only came out on PC though. So, oh, can find out if I have it. I probably okay. have it still in like hmm. a spindle or something somewhere. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we're um we're about 45 minutes into this podcast, so I feel like we should keep on motoring through though. Yeah. Let's, let's you, do it. Let's get you a number three. Give me the okay. Year. My number three, it, there's this is a jump a little bit, a little bit of a jump. In years? Uh, yeah. Okay. We're Two. going to we're going to 2010. Whoa, 2010. Yeah. Whoa, nothing from 2007. Okay, interesting. There were a lot of great games, 2006 to 2010 for sure. There were. Let me let let me let me check games 2007. Well, hey, you don't have to add one. I just I feel like there was no no. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to see if there's anything I missed. There oh, there's definitely like ones on here that Yeah. If if I could have added one, which I won't, mm-hmm. the or the orange box would probably yeah. be yeah, that's kind of something on mine. Yeah. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Great collection. But anyway, totally. This one, 2010. Okay, 2010. So that would be um that would be Modern Warfare 2 territory. But it's not that. It's not that. Um, hold on. I, let me open up Chrome. I hope this doesn't go over top of the... It doesn't. Okay, awesome. 2010. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit of help. I'm using a lifeline. 2010 games. I'm only going to guess one more time then. No worries. I'm going to search best 2010 games, which might actually be... Might shoot myself in the foot here. Oh. Uh, ooh, okay. I see. I see. Like, I you see. know exactly what it is. Um, is. I'm torn between two, honestly. Okay. I'm torn between... I I I think oh it could be either. I think you did Mass Effect 2 but I want to say Red Dead Redemption. I was actually um I wasn't a I, I liked Red Dead Redemption okay. the first one uh but it, it was never like on my top top list. Right. It it is Mass Effect 2. It is Mass Effect 2. Um okay. and uh the reason for that on top of it being my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Um I think it Is was it really? a game. It's my favorite game of wow, all time. Okay, I didn't know ever. that. I didn't yeah. know that. Um, it, was, it was the first time I really uh, appreciated sort of like a, a, a big sort of sprawling universe. Like something that felt so grand that I couldn't even, my mind couldn't even comprehend the size of it and the work that went into putting it all together. Mm-hmm. Cause you have to think like mass effect isn't, 
it isn't based off of any existing IP. It's not like it's not something that was based off a book. It nothing existed before Mass Effect One. So they put they had the amount of writing that had to go into these games, the amount of like the the characters, the the just just like world building that went into this. Yep. It's insane to me. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, the reason that this is on my list is because I played this one before I even played Mass Effect 1. I didn't play Mass Effect 1. Same same here. Played Mass Effect yeah. 2 first. I, I, I saw a commercial. I, I was so bored one day. I was watching TV and I saw a commercial for Mass Effect 2 coming out. I had heard of Mass Effect 1, but I never really like wanted to check it out. Mm-hmm. I saw it. The trailer was so freaking cool. Shepard was jumping over shit. There was explosions. There were cool looking aliens. You can have some SEX if you want. Oh, you and I was like, sign me up, you know? So I, uh, I you know, asked my mom, hey, can you drive me to Blockbuster? She said, yeah, sure. Went to Blockbuster. That it, There was a Blockbuster really close to my place, so that's where I would buy okay, my yeah. games. Um, and I got it. And yeah, this game is so freaking cool. The characters are all amazing. The, the main thing was um, in this game, like the, the threat of the collectors and the reapers and just kind of across all of the games, the overall sort of like looming presence of the reapers mm-hmm. was something that I had never seen in media before. Like I was never actually, the stakes were never as high as they were for me at that point as they were in mass effect. Like the, this really felt like something that they were building toward the end of the un like the universe and all living beings in the universe or yeah. most living beings in the universe. And it was just such a scary thought to me, but I think that just made it way cooler and everything <laughs> Shepard did, even though Shepard, like obviously like, I don't think ask anybody. I don't think anybody's favorite character Shepard. You just that the- Shepard is you and you're just like yeah, l- no one playing the himself, game through. Right. Yeah, exactly. Nobody likes themselves. No. And, uh, but all of the characters surrounding him are what make the game really special. And it's just, it's, it's just so cool. The, the game really made me feel like I was like, uh, just a badass zipping through the galaxy, saving, saving the day mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, Mass Effect 2 is my favorite because, you know, I, 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 I always say Mass Effect 2, but the Mass Effect series, I think, like, I think all three of them are amazing. And I'm actually playing the third one right now. And it, it's a lot better than I remember it being. I know a lot of mm-hmm. people hated the ending when it came out, but it's actually really, really cool. And it does everything I'm saying here really well. Right. The reason I like Mass Effect 2 is like the suicide mission at the end of it. Yeah. When like oh, yeah. characters can literally die and they won't be in the next one. That's yeah. such a cool part of it and and, and and it's just like i always tried obviously to save everybody because i want all the narrative threads to connect to something in the mm-hmm. third one mm-hmm. but it's really cool how like the first time i played it i lost like half my team i was like oh my god Same and so I, I i and i continued that playthrough even though i had another playthrough where i saved everybody i continued the playthrough where i lost everybody in the third game yeah so interesting like just such an interesting way that they sort of make everything work in that yeah uh context so yeah just an amazing game i remember like romancing tally and then losing her in the suicide mission i was like i was like damn 
And wow. I lost uh, oh, who, Amazing Science Alien guy. Oh, Morden. Yeah, I lost Morden, lost Tally, and I lost wow. Jack because I sent Jack back with the with the folks to go save them. But I, hers was the only um, side quest I didn't do. Yeah. So I lost three people who I I thought I would. I'd be. I'll send Jack back. It's it's fine. But yeah. Losing Tally and and yeah and yeah. Oh man, that was tough. Yeah, it's so cool. And like, obviously, if you do all the side missions and you do everything that you need to do, then like probably everybody's going to make it through. But it's just like it's just like really, really cool that mechanic because they knew they were making a third game and they're like, all right, let's get creative. Let's see what we can do Mm -hmm. to kind of like remedy this. Let's see who we can place here. And they do some really cool things with that. So I just thought the, the whole Mass Effect series is just a really cool trilogy of games that I don't think anybody does anything like it. Mm-hmm. Maybe Dragon Age, who's done by Bioware as well. So Right, yeah. T- two really yeah. cool series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, that's a good pick, man. Thanks, man. I, I Honestly, I, like I can talk for so long about this game in particular. It's just so fun. And maybe we should. Maybe we should, honestly... I kind of thought maybe we should do like a we can turn this podcast into almost like a choose your own adventure for listeners. Mm-hmm. It's like do you want to we want to talk about more about Mass Effect? Up to you guys. Up Heck yeah. You. Anyway, Heck but, yeah. But uh anyway, that sounds great. I'd love to hear more about Mass Effect. I'll play more Mass Effect. I only played the second one all the way through. Started at the Dude. beginning of the first one and I was like, not for me. And Yeah. The first one is is pretty tough to get through, but the the narrative in it is just like unbelievable it's so cool yeah so cool but it's a little janky you should the legendary edition is on uh, game pass yeah i know i was thinking yeah. about installing it the combat in number two is incredible i really so good it. yeah mm-hmm. and three is more of that right three is more of the is, is it better do they improve combat in any way yeah yeah three is just like it feels more modern and sort of you know polished up a little bit it's it feels a little bit better. Like you go back to two now and it is a lot better than the first one, but obviously like it's what 20 or almost 12 years now since it yeah. came out. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I was going to say 22 years. What uh, a dummy. I, it's yeah. It's been 12, right? 12, it's been 12, 12, not 22. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Third one. All right. Yeah. Three down for you. Okay. My, uh this one's okay this one's tough for me i i I think it belongs on this list it does um but there's another game that's quite like it that i probably put more hours into and ultimately i think i like this other game better but in in order for it it, it's a formative list so i've got to put this one on it instead of the one that i really like and i like this one too so I'm making it sound harder than it is. 1998. Oh, scene is set. Yeah, 1998, the year of Ocarina of Time. But it's not Ocarina of Time on this list. Oh. It's a a similar 3D adventure game. Epic in proportion and, and scale. Uh, well, not proportion. Well, there's some large things. There's some large things to scale. There's some large levels, some very cool puzzles. Okay. Um, and with like heavy ties to like Japanese culture. 
heavy ties to Japanese culture. Yeah. N64? N64. You said? N64. What, is it like a Metroid game or something? No, it's Maybe. another dead franchise, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, it's dead. Is it like a like a iconic character for Nintendo? Uh, it's not a Nintendo character. Oh. Is it like a Castlevania no, game? No, no. It's a Kin- I'm going to keep giving you hints. It's Konami. It's a Konami okay. series. Um, it the- can't be Metal Gear because no. that's PlayStation. No. At that point, uh, Konami. Can you give me another hint? Oh man, um, the main character is quite colorful. Is it a fighting game? No, no, oh. it's, it's an adventure game. It's an adventure game, three D adventure oh. game, third person. It's not. It's not like a Mario game. No, it's. <laughs> I don't know. It's another I weird don't know. one. And, and it's one that I th- would encourage you to play, or, or even the sequel after after it, that also came out on N64. The game is Ooh. Mystical Ninja starring Gomon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what are these? It's a Okay, it's a really genuinely awesome game. Um, and it came out, like, yeah, same year as Ocarina of Time. And Ocarina of Time kind of changed how we, you know, in, interpret games now. Um but Mystical Ninja was like it, it did similar things. I think the camera system sucked in it, if I remember correctly. But it was a <laughs> full on like over the over the, the character's back, huge worlds, huge overworlds, really cool cities, hilarious dialogue, super funny game. Because some of it is some of it is just the game trying to insert and inject uh, like Western jokes and and, right. and translating really poorly and but it, it's the characters are really funny and like the the game opens with like um you're basically you're basically four characters and you can switch them on the fly and they all have their oh, own cool. abilities and and kits and weapons like gomon fights with a big pipe and um there's another character who's like a ninja and she fights with a like a cool sword um, there's a robot character who's really tiny named Sasuke, and there, it, cool. it's a great game, um, and I think I think it's on my list because um, I spent the first ten minutes of the game being stuck inside the starting house because I didn't know that doors slid open. It looked like a wall. I just never approached the wall. And I was like, wow. I was like Is this this game's broken. And it, <laughs> I just learned I learned a lot about the game. And and granted, it's, it's a cartoony kind of comical version of, of Japan in some ways, but there are some genuine uh, elements to it. And, and like it genuinely draws on like, you know, the, the food and the, the outfits and the, and the, just the, the worlds and you, you travel to Mount Fuji, like you go all over the, the place and it's um, it was just such a fun game and it felt big. It felt really big. And for like small kid brain who is, you know, I guess I was nine or 10 at the time. I remember always yeah. walking by it at Blockbuster or Roger's video and Roger's seeing, video. seeing the box for the game. And it looked so dumb. My brother was like, no, you're not getting that game. And every time, <laughs> like, I want it. I want to, I want to rent it. Let me just rent it. And, and sure enough, it ended up being one of my favorites ever after, you know, three times going and being like, I got to get it. I again, judged it by its cover and it's, and it totally um, like followed through. Did your brother it. like it? My brother, yeah, my brother really liked. Wow. It. He liked how much I. He liked ate it. his words. He did. 
There's also between boss battles, you do a boss battle, which is already really fun and neat. Like if I remember correctly, I don't know if it was the first game or, or the second game. The second game came out a couple years later and it was called Gomon's Great Adventure and they turned it into a side scroller, but it was a co-op side scroller. Oh. So I played with my cousin and you get to pick from the same four characters and all of their abilities now translate to a, a two-dimensional space. It's like 2.5D because the camera will like spin you around a waterfall and there will be multiple oh, cool. paths. And if you complete a level by going up instead of down, like you'll unlock a new path on the overworld. It's basically like uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 in that respect. So these games were That epic. sounds really sort of like ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah. The they, way that it... They were. They definitely felt like that. They felt like I was playing like a... Like, it kind of felt like... As an individual, just like a just like a person, I felt like it was a game that was like reaching out to me to connect with it, and I really yeah. liked that about it. Nice, um, but yeah, that Mystical Ninja starring Gomon, uh, loved that game. It was long; it was a very long game. Oh yeah, after you beat bosses, you get inside of a robot named Impact, and you play these first-person uh, robot battles. Oh, nice! And the game that's sick. That was my first exposure to inverted Y-axis took me like 20 tries Ooh. to try and beat this guy but once i did i didn't i couldn't couldn't put it down after that new world the, the world origin of inverted is um, it flight is games? it because planes are inverted like you yeah. go down go up yeah and down up to go down because okay. they had joysticks like back on like early pcs yeah that's true Everyone that's true space games all the time uh yeah yeah so anyway that's my third good pull Thank you. I had n I've never heard of your past your these two games. Okay, well it, you'll know the next two. Love it. But uh, okay, and I okay. want to share. Okay. I want to share them with you too. They're really cool. But anyway, I've um. Okay, you want me to go f the fourth one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I uh, I actually I, I made a switch. Oh, you made a switch um, live. Yeah, live on the podcast. Live. I, I made a live switch. Yes, because I uh, anything can happen. <laughs> anything can happen. I I. I I don't know. I, I don't know what happened, but as we were talking, a game jumped into my head and I was like, why? Why didn't I consider this game? <laughs> Amazing. Um, the year. Should I do that game now? Because it, it's it it's kind right. of like, it's behind Mass Effect. Oh, okay. A, well, I, I thought you made a significant jump, jump in nine years of games. I did. Okay, so I, I want you to, yeah, go back. Let's go back. We'll take a little side. Okay. This is a 2000 game. 2000, even before... Halo, okay. Even before Halo, yeah. This would go second. This should have gone second. Okay, so this was on PlayStation. Nintendo 64. 64. Okay, 64. Uh can I I'm gonna bring up uh can I bring up the lifeline? Games Absolutely. Two thousand. It's hard to, for me to think of games from two thousand. I think of I believe Perfect Dark was two thousand. Um, Perfect Dark. I think two thousand games best 2000 it just shows you 2000 different games yeah, two, that's, i think that's what it was gonna do <laughs> actually best games from 2000 okay uh yeah perfect dark's first one that comes up majora's mask was that year diablo 2 was that year as a big year mm. um but it wasn't any of those i know that for a fact it wasn't any of those oh nope. um it must have been oh man i i, I would be I'd have a lot of respect for you if this was your game. I mean, I already do. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. It's it sucks when you're doing a podcast with someone you hate. I'm telling you, it's kind of <laughs> yeah, a yeah, struggle. Yeah. Um, Absolute asshole. Yeah, is it Paper Mario? 
No, it's not. Okay, that's okay. No. That's okay. I still like you. Uh, I, I don't okay. know which one it is. Tell me. Mario Party 3, baby. Mario Party 3. That's actually the best Mario Party. I respect Mario that Party very much. 3 is epic. Yeah. So good. Um, this is another one that is on my list purely because of sitting on the couch, being with my friends. I actually yeah. didn't get onto this game until much later after mm-hmm. uh after 2000 i uh, years even after someone say 22 years later 22 i played it yesterday and i was like wow um no it, i think maybe 2005 uh was when me and my friends really started playing it my buddy uh sean would have me and a couple guys over and we would play we would play um sponge hockey in his bed he lived on like a <laughs> lake so when it would fr- freeze over we would play sponge hockey and we'd come back in and we'd be like all right boys yeah. mario, party, mario time. party time and what i love about mario party is there is you can be the best at every single mini game yeah. and still get dead last yep uh just purely on <laughs> bullshit and randomness <laughs> and luck and and you go in knowing that that's the case like yep. the mini games are great and they're so fun in mm-hmm. this game there's mm-hmm. there are a couple that uh, i i can't think of the names just off the top of my head mm-hmm. um there's one called rock and raceway where you're on a, a pony races, a rocking yep. pony mm-hmm. and you're you know you're trying to time it well to get the carrot so that you get a speed boost but if you get the carrot when it's blue yep you f- you spin out Mm-hmm. Um, that game there's like so many great mini games in mm-hmm. this game and Ooh, chip, chip shot challenge was in that one chip shot challenge is amazing yeah mm-hmm. and a lot of these mini games are actually in the new Mario Party that they recently uh, released like the what is it superstars yes um, and they're revamped and they feel really good to play but like even back then even with the 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 j- now janky N64 controller like they still felt really fun to play and yeah the whole board game aspect of it i i'm i'm really surprised that they dropped the ball so many times after this game on mario party because like it's just a formula that it's just inherently fun one and two were amazing i don't know if maybe the rest were just because there was fatigue with it or what they released i i would put forth that four was actually quite good four Um, is good i never played four i played Five introduced a lot of random elements, like you couldn't buy your items anymore. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, then the game's playing itself. Right. Four felt good. My favorite mini game is in four, and it's uh, it was Trace Race, where you're you have a marker and you're tracing on the path, and whoever does it the the closest to the path wins. And that was my favorite. Nice. Okay. That dude. That one is in Superstars as well. Are you serious? Trace races in Superstars. Yeah. 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 That one's awesome. Oh, dude. You got to come over and play it. Oh. Um, and uh, and so, yeah. So, yeah, I guess whether it's like four, or, I, I had never played four, but I played five. I didn't love five. And then the rest, like, I, I, I don't know if I played six, never heard great things. And then the other ones. Um, but three just had so many iconic games and the randomness element would just made for just like so many fun stupid moments with my friends like we we were just the perfect crew to play this game because 
we all really cared, but we all really didn't, (laughs) you know, like there was no bad blood. There was no like hostility. It was just a fun time with friends sitting on the couch, playing fun mini games, having all this bullshit happen that brought you from 200 coins to literally donut shop, zero, nothing. So like it it just, it's just so fun. I would always play for the, um, the chance time, you know, chance time where you go in and, and, um, and I think that's the one where you wager everything, right? And you like try and get, or not everything, but a couple. And then also there were the ones where, um, you go visit shy guy Mm -hmm. and literally he's like, all right, pick an opponent. You pick an opponent. You're like, and then he's like, pick a a, a prize, and then yeah, it's like it's always, three stars. Always the stars, yep. Always the stars, and then you pick another person, and it's like your buddy gave three stars to the guy in last place, and now he's like <laughs> first place for some reason. Yeah. Like the bonus stars at the end of the game are, are like so important too, and something you always have to consider, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just. Just a great time. It's by no means the best Nintendo game. It's by no means like I, I don't I don't know if this game is actually a classic. It was just something in the lineup of games that we always played, and yeah. it's a classic to me. It's a game that I will always look back on and just be like, I had some of my funnest gaming moments with my friends mm-hmm. in this in this game. Where like Halo is is a multiplayer game that's all about like. You know, it's just as fun, but it's a much sort of different multiplayer experience. This is something where it's like way less serious and, you know, you can just have a good time. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I feel like if I were ever in charge of making a Nintendo franchise uh, once again wonderful, I would I would take on Mario Party. I feel like I could do that. I've always wondered why the the controls of Mario characters in the Mario Party feel like poop. Like yeah. the jumping, how can you not get the jumping right? Yeah, Mario's Mario Mario arguably wasn't he initially called Jumpman? Yeah, he jumpins his thing. Yeah, That's so the first they, thing on his resume. So when you jump, it makes that like whoop, whoop sound all the time. Yeah. And Mar- I'm like, that's such a Mario Party sound. It just sounds cheap. Yeah, it's like if everyone yeah, yeah, if yeah. everyone moved like Mario did in Mario 64, but in Mario Party, all of a sudden yeah. you've got like you've opened up the. The, uh, the the opportunity to make like these really cool like obstacle course style mini games like yeah mobility in Mario games is such a huge factor it feels like they just get it wrong every time with Mario Party they're still fun yeah. but it could be way better totally but that's a great pick man I love it I love yeah. the multiplayer the the Mario multiplayer stuff yeah anyway mm. fourth one fourth one for you it's gonna be it's gonna be like uh some like japanese uh <laughs> jrpg from 82 you know you'll know it you'll know it you'll know it uh 2002 202 baby okay what platform gamecube gamecube in 2002 is yeah. it super mario sunshine by any chance no no um it's one that you know i love let's see i'm using the lifeline <laughs> you'll, know, you'll know it you might even hate yourself for not saying it um oh okay L- literally every game on this list i just looked up is a mario game no way 2002 or or is a it, sorry is a nintendo game Oh, Nintendo game. 
okay, there's a couple on here. Actually, yeah, that's it's kind of a tough pick if now that I'm looking at it. Because uh, the game... It that, could be... I'm pretty sure it's uh, 2002. I'm going to actually double check. Okay. Because I was looking at Mario Sunshine or... Oh, shit. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's 2001. 2001. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. No worries. No worries. How can it be so stupid? <laughs> uh, was it GTA 3? <laughs> no. No. I don't think GTA was on N64, was it? Is it 64, N64 or GameCube? Oh, my God. GameCube. Okay. But it wasn't on GameCube, right? I don't, I, oh, I don't know, actually. That's a, hmm. I'm pretty I sure don't. it was a PlayStation game only. Oh, man, it's, looking at Best Games 2001, I'm not getting anything in the realm of, uh, it, this lifeline sucks for you this year. Okay. But, okay, come on. Is it's, there another? It, there's, there's. I I can't. Okay, it's 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 really easy. Don't overthink it. Nintendo Nintendo produced it, titles. Two thousand one. Is it Paper Mario? No, but that's a great game. Ah. Oh. And honestly, I'd say Paper Mario: Thousand Year Door is definitely in my like game best games of all time list, but not in this list. It could be Melee. It could be Melee. Also, one that was on my formative five, but I had to knock it off. Oh um, wow, dude! There's a lot of good games this year. GameCube was great. Um, is it a, an iconic character from it's Nintendo? It's an iconic t- t- Nintendo series. Uh, there's there's four games that have carried across consoles and handhelds. Oh, four. is it Wind Waker? Nope. No, that wasn't 2001. Is it a Zelda game? Nope. <laughs> oh my gosh! You're gonna hate. Okay. You're gonna hate that I when I tell you. It's it's. Yeah. Is it oh, double dash maybe? No. Okay, what is it? It's Animal Crossing, dude. Oh. <laughs> sorry, oh, I, didn't I really see that on any any of these I lists. I know, here. I really misled you with the 2002. I'm sorry about that. No, oh, that's all good. Right here. Animal Crossing. So which one is that? That was just the original Animal Crossing. It's Actually, just called Animal Crossing. Yeah, it was Animal Crossing. Some people call it Animal Crossing population growing, but that was just like a little sign that was underneath the on the on the box art. Nobody um, knows if it's actually part of the title. Yeah, some people say it is. I don't think so. Oh. But, um, yeah, that game was... I was in grade five, I believe. And that was a game that my cousin told me about. I was like, you know what would be cool is if you're just like could just like walk around and like be in a city and my friend and my cousin was like well yeah there's a game coming out that's gonna be like that except it's like with animals it's like cities you're like in a city with animals and i built up this game in my mind i'm like what would this look like yeah and then it comes out it was nothing like i imagined <laughs> but it was so good and i was animal crossing was like the game that made me think like oh games can be like anything you can get any kind of fun out of any game um yeah but i, I remember i working my ass off for allowance and leaving the money on my kitchen counter. I'm like, mom, when I come home, can you go get animal crossing? And, and when we get home, can you, can you have it here? And my mom was like, yes, I'll do that for you. Wow. And, uh, that's the best. So I left all the money, all the cash on the counter and I came home and the game was in the, in the cellophane and ready to go. Came with a, came with a memory card because 
storing it takes like 50 blocks on one card. So 50 blocks. Yeah. Took up the whole Shit. card. So, um, yeah, that was that game. That game like really kind of, yeah, it opened my eyes and, and made me feel like even though it was a single player game, there was a multiplayer sort of component to it where you could put someone else's memory card in slot two. You could go to your friend's town. Um, yeah. And like, you know, I fell in love with these characters. Like I, I grew attached to Tangy uh, and like she, I'd like go to see her every day and give her a gift and like walk around town. There really wasn't a lot to do, especially in Animal Crossing 1. And are there characters that uh, appeared in that game that also are in like New Horizons and some of the other games? Like pretty much like all some of them, the yeah. some of the villagers that come. OK, nice. Pretty much all of them. Yeah. Nice. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. So like seeing old friends and booting up like booting up any game after the first one i like tangy used to be in my town and then when i went to visit a friend she moved away because that's just how that that, that was just what the game did it would, t- would select a random villager and give them to your friend and so i could never really? get her back yeah i could never get her back so like every game like, that is heartbreaking it was i would write her letters all the time and and the, the, the characters save those letters and show them to other people so like my game data for tangy went to my friend and so she's showing him letters that i wrote and wow that's it's just a really i thought everything about the game even though it looked like an n64 title because because it originally was going to come out on n64 Mm. and it did in in japan there's animal forest so that game came out before animal crossing oh very interesting animal force forest yeah and so the graphics are obviously worse (laughs) <laughs> um but like right. so you could tell that it was just kind of like smoothed out for um animal crossing and i don't think nintendo expected animal crossing to succeed the way it did but it, it yeah. really did um and i'm glad they continued it so they put it on wild world came out after that in 2005 on ds i got i got a ds just for that game um city folk sucked on the wii but i played it anyway um and then, <laughs> and then the the what i would say is the best animal crossing new leaf came out on 3ds and i played the hell out of that 2013 nice so yeah i i loved those games and felt really close with those games never found tangy again in any of my following games uh until um till uh, new horizons so and getting her in my That's town was like so cool such a fun great moment but yeah Loved. Wow! Animal Crossing was like, yeah, the the only game on this list that doesn't have. Well, no, never mind. I was gonna say it doesn't have violence, but uh, my next one doesn't either. A little spoiler. There's but, uh, there's a there's there's such a romance about about that whole story. Like the 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 whole tangy story is really nice. <laughs> Thanks. I yeah, just I, I just love that how like you, you guys you couldn't get her back so there there was no way to get her back on those old games i mean you could try as you might you could keep trying to travel get your friend to travel right. back to your town again and again which will right. pick out one of your villagers and replace it with one of one of his and yeah i was just like i was mad i remember doing that at like a sleepover like we brought all of our our cathode television sets like the giant heavy ones brought those from our home hooked up all of our game cubes we're having a sleepover in the in our living room with four televisions and four game cubes and we're all just playing animal crossing wow yeah that is so nerdy and amazing it was fun it was fun that's awesome wow really cool yeah that's a great one i i oh man i knew you loved that i just didn't know that i actually didn't know that the first one 
was just called Animal Crossing. I thought the first one for some reason was the one that came out on the DS. Oh, um, Wild World. What? Wild Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always hear about New Leaf being like amazing as well. So. New Leaf was really cool, yeah. It was yeah. very cool. Nice. Good one. Yeah. Are we on your last one? Last one. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'd be surprised if you got this one. What's the year? Uh, the year for this one... I believe, let me double check, is... I'm going to try and go lifelineless. 2012. 2012? What what games came out that year? Like Bionic Commando Remake? Like Bionic Com- Commando Remake in this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is on your list. Uh, 2012, damn. 2012. Oh boy, uh, that was like the year of really gruff shooters. I feel like everyone's going dark. Rough. Yeah, gruff. It's a... um, I'll I'll tell you this. It's it's not like a. It's not iconically attached to any sort of platform. Maybe, like it's it's agnostic. Okay. Um, and so it's okay. It's it could be any console. What did it come out on handheld too? It oh did. yeah, it did. Yeah. It's on the Switch. It's oh. on current consoles. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Did it come out on Wii U? Wait, Wii U was twenty. I don't know. That's not going to happen. I don't actually. know what I'm asking. Uh, oh, is it a Nintendo? No, it's not a Nintendo title. It's got to be. Is it? Hmm. When did uh, when did Grand Theft Auto Four come out? That was two thousand. I think it's two thousand eight. Yeah, that was two thousand eight. Twenty twelve, so the year before Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, Skyrim was twenty eleven. Skyrim was a game I initially had on my list. I, I kind of thought it might have been, but um, twenty twelve. I can't think of twenty twelve, man. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami. Interesting. Hotline An indie. Miami. An indie. An indie. So the reason this game is on my list, first of all, it's have you played it? Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. This so game fun. is absolute carnage. I love the sort of like arcadey uh, approach to just like killing everything and mm-hmm. g- gaining points that way. I love how it's a top down. Uh, kind of like a beat 'em up game, but you have so many tools at your disposal. Like you can go in quiet with your little knife and just knife people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, a top in the down room. game, right? Did you said that right? Yeah, top yeah. yeah, top down. Um, and so I honestly, I'm not even too sure what this game is even about. I've watched a couple videos on it. Apparently, like you know, it's kind of intentionally vague what's actually happening. Apparently, uh. It, it it's supposedly a meta commentary on violence in video games, but like it doesn't actually say that anywhere. It's just kind of theories and stuff. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I think having those sorts of like really sort of vague, unclear narratives where you can sort of fill in the blanks and pull meaning from it yourself is really cool. And I think yeah. this is the first game that really did that, that I played that I was I was always, when I initially played it, I was kind of frustrated by that. Like, yeah. why aren't they telling me 
everything? Why aren't they just straight <laughs> up telling me what's happening? Why is it so hard to comprehend what is actually going on in, in this game? Mm-hmm. And when I learned that it's intentionally like that, like they're not, everybody's confused when they play this game, <laughs> then I, I kind of like, I thought that was really cool. Um, but the main reason that I like this game is it, it, it sort of like opened my eyes to indie games. This is the first sort of oh, real see. indie game that I played. Um, and I think on the, the Xbox 360 era, did you have an Xbox 360? I did. They, they had the Xbox 360 arcade games. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Where like the, those would be the like smaller experiences. Yeah, Super Meat Boy. Um, yeah, played the hell yeah, out of that. All of those. And so there was like a big boom of indie games. And I get I, I played some of them here and there. Bejeweled was a big one that was on there. And I, Castle and Crashers was pretty good. Castle Crashers was awesome. Um, but I I didn't really get super deep into those games. But this is Limbo was a game that was also like really, really big for indies. Yeah, 2000, um, 2010 for Limbo, I think. Something like that. I'm actually really interested to know. Uh, that was 2010. Yeah. So there was this like, I I, I feel like late 2000s early 2010s there was like a big boom of these sort of like smaller experiences that are only supposed to take you like three four five hours uh, that weren't these like big sprawling games that weren't even like i don't know i i I feel like at that point i was playing so many uh like massive games mass effect was out halo all three halos were out at that point i think reach was even out at that point and like yep there were just these big sort of productions that were out yeah and this game was just a top-down sort of like pixelated thing that had its own art style for the sake of being something that a, a four or five person team could do i actually don't know how big the team was but you know, those studios are really small that are working on these games. Yeah. And it was still so fun. And it still told a really, really cool story. And it still, like, took its constraints and sort of made it its strengths. Mm. Like, it was, it, it's it's a game that's supposed to be small, but went up against some of my favorite games that year. I, I don't even know what other games came out in I can't, 2012. I can't even think of 2012. Yeah, Halo yeah. Reach was 2011. I'm thinking of all the ones that were around it. 2012 yeah. did not have a lot of like standouts in at least from my memory. Yeah, totally. And so like this is this is probably my favorite game that year. 2012 Mass Effect 3 came out, but like I yeah. still at the time was just like this game is so Fez came out that same year. Remember yeah, Fez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you play? Also a great indie game. So like I think this is really was part of like the ramp up of like good small experiences. And mm-hmm. now I look back on some of my favorite games in the past decade and it's like a lot of them are small titles. Like yeah. like Outer Wilds is not a small game, but it's technically from an indie studio and a small team made it. Mm-hmm. And like uh, that was the game that I had on my list uh, before this. and And I took off for... Uh, Mario Party, mm-hmm. but it's like games like that wouldn't really be possible without the sort of boom of indie games that happened during this period. And Hotline Miami was just sort of that like gateway drug to get me into that kind of game. And now like there's 
Papers, Please. There's Return of the Oprah Papers, Din. There's like, yeah, just so many of these like <laughs> Lucas cool Pope, games. Lucas Pope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both of those games. But it's just like there are these small, super creative. Like I think I I think some indie titles, some smaller titles now are almost like more creative than some of those like big budget games just because like it's just a couple minds that are like we have this one singular vision and we actually can do it because there's not like 5,000 people working at this studio and we're not bogged down by process so it's it's like I I love small games small like inscription this year you and me love that game and it's like those games, I will always play games like this because of Hotline Miami. I feel this was the first indie game that that I played that like really was like this is this is amazing. And yeah, I, I I mentioned the arcade elements of it. That was always so cool to be able to like go back and try and beat your score, or do it with a different mask. The mask elements were super cool because the different masks that you wore gave you different abilities and. So like there was like you start off with a knife or there's ones where like you don't make any noise when you open the doors and it's just so cool cool and creative. That's very cool. Reminds me of that other, there was like a stick game that you could play on browser where you're top down and you could pick up different swords and weapons and things. Oh yeah. What was that one called? I don't remember. That was a really old flash game though, I think, but it had it, you could connect to other computers. Like it had a a server. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I remember that. That was awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Great. Yeah. Wow. Great game. Indie on there. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Last one for you. Last one for me. All right. Uh, and this one I selected for the same reason that you picked a couple of your choices as well. Um, it's something that you could play with friends uh, in the same room um, and have a really enjoyable time. Um, it's 2007. Uh, okay. And yeah, just so many memories. Um, I think it, it it wasn't the first to do this, but it was the first to do it really well. Um, mm. And it's a rhythm game. Oh, <laughs> dude, this is a good one and honestly should have made my list. <laughs> I'm so glad that it's on yours, but it's got to be Rock Band. It's got to be Rock Band, man. Oh, dude, good one. Yeah, thanks. Good one. Oh, good. I'm glad we can connect over at least one of my games here. <laughs> there's there's so many there's so many that you can miss. Like there yeah. there's already like a couple where I'm like, "Oh, man, that was a game to like Yeah. That's awesome. Rock yeah. Band was so cool. So, yeah, Rock Band, music music game where you could play guitar, bass, drums, sing. Friends didn't often sing, but when you did, you would turn the volume all the way down and just make sure that the main track was up and then you go like <laughs> oh yeah black hole sun yeah yeah, yeah. oh man nice that game uh like we oh going in i can smell my friend kyle's basement when i think of rock band i can hell yeah uh, it's such a sensory experience like drinking fanta and Cool. Playing through, uh, was it like a green grass and high tides and? Oh yeah, dude, you're just oh. <laughs> the solo on that was so hard. Oh man, I love what was games. your, what was your instrument of choice? Um, well, I really liked. Uh, um, I, I was kind of late to the party because, like, I think I I heard about uh, Guitar Hero two, um, and uh, 
And then I, I'm, my cousins had Guitar Hero 2, but I barely saw them. So I played it a little bit, and I was like, this is a game I need to play. I need to have it. Um, yeah. So I think Brandon, my brother, once again, went out and bought... Uh, well, first of all, he just went out and bought a, an Xbox 360 one day and just had it set up on his computer so I couldn't play it. He just played like Viva Pinata. Then he got tired <laughs> of it, put it to the main station. Then I was like, okay, now I can play Halo. He bought Halo right. <laughs> and then didn't play it. So I played it. So like lots of games, I really am indebted to my brother just like making the executive decision and having disposable income and then just letting me play that stuff. But like, so yeah, I was, all those titles. And then one I was day just going to say, without your brother, without your brother, where where would you have been? Oh, I don't know because your... I wouldn't have a computer without him. He was like he, he yeah. went into computer science and like built his own first computer at fifteen, and I'm just an eleven year old kid just fucking playing with Pokemon cards and <laughs> making mistakes. And he's just like focused as a laser beam and knows exactly what he wants to do. And yeah, just goes and does it. That's at least the impression I get. I don't think he would say he should be on here. I'd love to hear his formative five, but um, he. Yeah, he came home with Rock Band Three with like in the with like the white uh, Explorer guitar. It's in this closet oh. behind me right now, and uh, yeah, just just yeah, th- I, that was that was. If I'm being honest, like it's it was both like a way to co- to connect with my friends. Like we played Halo, and then when we got sick of Halo, we played Rock Band, and then when we got sick of Rock Band, we played Halo. It, it was the perfect cycle of fun. Nice. Um, yeah, it was just nonstop, and so. Uh, at the same time, 2007, I was 16, and my friends all sort of knew how to play instruments, and all I knew was how to play a plastic guitar, and I was like, right. and then when they're getting together and, and they start like a little band in, in another friend's basement, I'm like, I, I just, if I know how to play a plastic guitar, I should know how to play a real one, so that's around the time when I kind of, I've always liked music, I've always thought I was quite, I had good rhythm. Yeah, but I never really had applied myself to learning an instrument properly, other than like a clarinet or whatever, and didn't even know how to play right. it very well. So playing guitar, picking up a guitar, real guitar, and learning how to play, I do owe some of that to Rock Band, mostly because I just felt foolish. I was embarrassed that I only knew how to play a fake guitar, not a real one. So thank sometimes you, sometimes that's the that's the best motivation. Yeah, feeling like a fool, feeling like a doink. <laughs> yeah, I find guilt is also a great motivator too. Mm, anyway, yeah, yeah. Those are my wow. five. Say your five again. Let's go. Right in a row. Okay, five. Uh, Pokemon Blue. Yeah. Um, uh, Mario Party 3. Yeah. Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, Mass Effect 2 and Hotline Miami. Damn. Damn. Wow. Zelda and 2, what about yours? Zelda 2 Adventure of Link. Uh, Donald Duck stars as Maui Mallard in Cold Shadow. That is just <laughs> the most ridiculous and awesome pull. Uh, Mystical Ninja starring Gomon also great uh, animal crossing uh and rock band <laughs> great ones great oh, ones honestly i want to play all of them again i think that's another another way you know they were great is i want to go yeah. back to all five and play them all again yeah yeah for oh, sure man. and we've been talking nice. about these games for an hour and 35 minutes uh which well, i think is probably a good length for a first episode <laughs> Yeah, I think so too. Bef- before we end it, though, I, are there any like honorable mentions, like some that almost made the cut? Because for me, obviously, I I just said Outer Wilds. Um, the Orange Box is mm-hmm. one that I played a lot. I played. Um, I I loved Team Fortress too. Uh, that game was just so fun. That was Overwatch before Overwatch. Um, I also love Rock Band. Yours is great. Like 
Call of Duty mm-hmm. Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare yep, yep, was a great. game yep. that I played a lot. Yep. Um, also 2007, great year. Great year. Yeah, honestly, so many at like Guitar Hero 3 came out which was also a fun a fun game yeah. back then, but yeah, there's just so many games like all of the Mario Karts are always fun with friends yep. and yep. yeah. Yep, Double Dash, lots of memories with that. Um, what was the other 2007 game that you had? Because you said you had two 2007. I did. Games. Yeah, good memory. Uh, yeah, I've I really badly wanted to have a Halo in this list. I yeah. have I've put probably more hours into Halo Combat Evolved than any other game I've ever played. Yeah, um, I've made a lot of really cool friends. Spent a lot of time on forums. Um, did my first like all pulled pulled an all nighter with my clanmates because we were that close. Like we just played Halo. And we were all like between 13 and 16 years old and we were just playing a game that we just all like. Um, and we played the hell so out of cool. it. So cool. And so yeah, Halo Combat Evolved was on my list. Halo 3 was going to be on my list. Both those games I love. Um, I think the reason I didn't go with them is just because they weren't entirely formative. Like they they were they were around. And I think I struggled with putting a shooter on my list because they were always around. They didn't really change my opinion of games that much. I mean, Halo felt like Halo felt like monumental at different times, but I didn't grow up with Halo one. I was late to the party. And then Halo three felt like uh, a late high school experience. That was just a really fun, genuinely well-made incredible game. Um, Yeah. Maybe if, maybe if I had, I don't know, anticipated a title in some way because i just remember halo 3 coming out and then i eventually played it um yeah and i remember my brother waiting in line even though he hadn't played any halo either that midnight because it's the midnight launch that was enticing to him but but, yeah yeah so hey both both those halos uh i'll list two more um struggle with super smash brothers melee i wanted that one in there yeah um and then i think the last one was probably diablo 1 the first one yeah because again it was like one of the only games i could play on my computer but by then i think i knew what i liked in games um at least i would say so like i mean rock band came out after the fact and changed what i thought games could be in in that way and i I, rock band was just a cool idea guitar hero was just a cool idea so i hope that with the with the um microsoft acquiring activision like I hope Something. that we can get a revival and some proper money thrown at. Like, I think Harmonix is working on what? They're working on something different from Rock. Are Band. they? But we need some money for some peripherals because they're freaking expensive, and I still want to play. My favorite, yeah. The thing I want to do, like in the future, like when when things open up, is I want to rent um, a, a a whole movie theater, and I want to hook up all my peripherals. I want to play Rock Band with all my friends in a the theater. How sick would that be? Yeah. That would be awesome. That's what I want to do. Yeah. So when that happens, that's what we'll do. A bir- maybe a birthday or something. I don't know. Wow. We'll we my me and my friends we would play in my my friend Jesse's basement. Yeah. Um. Nice. And we had we had four guys. Yep. And we put the we put the the drum set on a, an actual riser. Well, it was a table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was we put it, it on a table. table. But it was it was elevated yeah. like it would be on a stage, and yeah. then we had like we like created a stage production. That's awesome. And 
we didn't have a mic stand, but I had to play guitar and sing yeah. or like we just wanted to see if we could do it. Yeah. So what we did was we hung the 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 microphone <laughs> over the rafters and had it hang down and I had to play and like sing <laughs> into it. It was the best. It was so fun. Oh, you know what was bullshit though is the the rock band microphone was too wide for a regular um, microphone holder. So you couldn't even use oh, one really? that you had at home. Yeah. You had to buy like the the or, branded or duct tape it. I believe we did that. Or but... duct tape it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nice. Anyway, well, that's that's great. I would love to if we have guests on this podcast, whatever it is, um, we should definitely like ask them to prepare a really quick formative five, so we can get a little bit of their background too. We should. That's a great idea. Formative five to start off with guests. Yeah, that's great. That's a great idea. Cool. Um, I I think. Another, uh, just another thing before we go. Uh, I your list is so interesting because you have you had your big brother to sort of like go off of like yeah. a couple of the things that he played were just kind of like passed down to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I am the oldest, so I am I was the big brother, so right. I didn't like I got into things a, l- a little bit later because of that. I think yeah. and maybe my brother's list would be something that was kind of like based off of the games that I played. I don't know. Yeah. But or that games would be... you played that you didn't like that he later liked. Like yeah, that. exactly. Seems to be a thing. Exactly. But yeah, really interesting. I, I love, I love this. I we loved could... your list and it was cool. <laughs> I loved yours. It was neat. Yeah. We, we really like, yeah, there's lots to explore there. We could talk more about the, uh, like, yeah, how siblings and how families and upbringing, I, I that's, it all comes into play. I, I love that. For sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. We'll have like, t- yeah, topic of the shows like this. And yeah. if we have other stuff we want to talk about, we'll, we'll, this podcast will grow and evolve as we, as we, as we grow and evolve. Oh, yeah. Oh, and find more games to then put in a, a formative list. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, next week, I do, or whenever we record the next one, uh, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about Destiny. Yeah, um, totally. Because I totally I have opinions. I have yeah. opinions on it, and you know what people like to listen to? Hard opinions. Hard opinions yeah. that they disagree with. And also, like with I did not see the uh, Sony uh, uh, working with with Bungie, buying Bungie. That it's not, a super interesting one. That was kind of crazy. Sure. Yeah, which makes me think they've yeah. got a really cool first person IP, a Bruin, um, that Sony wants I'm- desperately. I'm so excited to see it. I honestly, there, yeah, there. I guess there is a lot to talk about with with this deal, yeah. and like even the Activision Blizzard and Microsoft. Like, there's so many, there's so many things happening in the games industry where I think it's this is a really good time to sort of start something like this and yeah. and have a place to vent our opinions, thoughts, whatever they are. Totally. So yeah, um, yeah. The uh, exit. Closing bit. Uh, this has been a, this actually. This Rogan. This is me, and, and I'm Cam, and this is the the been the actually TriCast where we uh, actually talk about games. And uh, is is should we do try and listen? <laughs> try to listen. You can try. You can try to listen. And if you can you try want. and listen. You can try and listen to it. We'll uh, change it. We'll figure out the intro outro for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, I said but you can try and enjoy it. <laughs> you can try and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Make, um, make dinner to it i don't know i'm not too sure what our overlay looks like but i think our handles should be right below us 
You know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put mine here, and then I'm going to move it over with my hands like this, and then I'm going to move oh. it over, and then I'm going to put it there. Do you want to do something nice. fun? Do you want to do something fun? Yeah. I want to, like, oh. Oh. Wow. It's gone. Now it's, oh, it's gone. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Okay, it's now gone. it's going to show up where it's supposed to show up. Yeah, okay, perfect. Great. Amazing. Done. Wow. Yeah, and uh, and we're also at Actually Try on uh, on socials. Actually Try on socials. Here's a little explosion. Boom. Wow. Actually Try is there now. Wonderful. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do Sweet. We want, do you want like an animal or anything in here? Um, Maybe a, uh, an alpaca. Alpaca? Where? And there it is. And now it's gone. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rogan. Lovely. Talk. Love you, buddy. I'll uh, talk to you later. Love you, love you, love you.